our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund. What's up, everybody? Man. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing good, bro. You know what I'm glad about today? What's that? What you glad about today? Man, we got a little engineer. He didn't came back. He went on a whole yeah, trip. Yeah, welcome back. back. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back, Jerry. What's going on, Alvin Edmond? What's going on, y'all brothers? What's happening? Hey, man, blessed. Did you see them pictures he took on the beach? No, I didn't. White sands and everything, shirts off and everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's all. That's what we're doing now. Speedos and everything. All that. All that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 trying to, I'm trying to catch up to Alvin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trying to catch up to Alvin. Oh, over. my God. What's going on with my... My DJ. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm blessed, man. I woke up this morning, made it back home safe. Um, you know, uh, thinking about the next move. Just, I'm just glad to be back in rotation, to be honest I with you. I know that's right. We're glad to have you back. For yeah, real. man. I really back. don't understand how people just sit on their behind all day and not oh, do man. nothing. You know? What? <laughs> run you crazy, what? don't they? Run you crazy. Boy. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm. How y'all been, though, man? Bless, man. Working. Just... I'm sewing and growing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't take that. <laughs> yeah. No. Say it ain't so. That's, That's Atmos but slogan. Nah, man, just uh, continue moving forward. Like you say, thankful for each day, blessed, and, and just appreciative of it, you know, and just to have a state of mind where you want to get up and do something productive. Right. Mm-hmm. You right. know? Well, we uh, I've been I've been quite busy myself. Our production team is constantly our network. I'm sorry, is growing. You know, we got a lot of shows on the network. Mm-hmm. I'm having so much fun in the studio. Today is Edmund's day for his stuff. Yeah, we're gonna go do a run through today. His Thursday is his Thursday. So it's Thursdays. Thursday is his day. Thursday at what time? Six. Six. Yeah. Six. Six. And we end up being in there till whatever. But he got he got well. He has a great thing he's producing. I can't tell yeah, you. Yeah. He's working on it now. It's so. not open, but uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everybody's pretty. We 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 doing good, man. We uh, we don't have your date. What date did you give us? Do you I, I want Wednesdays. Wednesdays are like around most likely like around eight, seven to eight, seven. Okay, to eight. so so your time his time slot is seven to eight, seven to eight mm-hmm. on Wednesdays. Okay. Wednesday, seventy-eight DJ nine D. Yes, you, you might need to go ahead on solidify that because them shows are coming in. Quick. Yeah, I know. I know. Coming in fast, so that is uh, looking forward to that. I, well, anyway, I had as a matter of fact, there was a show, the one I told you about today that they called. Some, I got the text message about um, somebody wanted to be on our show today, but we was already booked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a show that Jerry probably could do. I would have gave gave it to Jerry because I couldn't. We couldn't do it. Okay. okay. And I told the people on the network that I, that one of the other shows could probably do it. And that is definitely a show for you. So after we get out there, I tell you what it is. And you okay. Can, you can cool. It's 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 uh definitely something he could do. Okay. He can handle it. Right. You can yeah, that was it. way out of my. That All was, right. That was kind of beyond my uh scope. That uh, no one beyond my scope. It just didn't fit. I don't know how to put it. I get what you're saying. I get it, what you're saying. I, I, I don't saying. want to put words in your mouth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But 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 it, but it was definitely so. Jerry Jerry could do the show more justice. That's right. He could do the show a lot more justice. Than I could because okay. the the, uh, the the age group in the bracket they was in, mm-hmm. but they had been on our show before. Okay, mm. but I think they needed to 
go over to another uh, demographics, which is Jerry's demographic, because that's the reach that they're trying to reach. Yes. And this person came all the way from, where did he from? Ohio? Somewhere. I forgot where he's from. Mm. But he travels all over the world doing a lot of different things. Um, he, you talking about the young brother with stock and everything? Or no, not him. No, he yeah. has his own show. Yeah, this shout out to him. I like him. Yeah, I like he, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent me. Let me tell you, this man sent a complete. Talking about organized. You've been tearing up these folks there. Talk about organized. <laughs> um, um, he has a full fledged PowerPoint when he does his show, man. Full fledged nice. PowerPoint slideshows yeah, well and all oh, well organized. Nice. Well organized. Well spoken. Well spoken. You know, you have to get to the show and ask him what he, what he's gonna do for his production. He already has it together. Circular yep. water. <clears throat> it's this, uh, you know, Evan come, he sanitized the whole place. You almost need a hazmat suit to put on just to breathe all. It's like, man, ain't nothing else living in here. All styrofoam dead and everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got a great show today. Uh, man, we got some good topics to talk about. Is, is this Suicide Awareness Month? Because Dr. Sue no, we've already about had that. that. We uh, had Suicide Awareness Month. a few months month. back, yeah. I thought that was Mental Health Month. Oh, yeah, you are right. Okay. Yeah, and Dr. Sue is okay. doing something, I think, and she says suicide awareness. Now, I will tell you, with the way the country is right now, a lot of people are got some things that they're trying to adjust to that they that's a little different than what they're used to. Yeah, so definitely. So I think that's getting to be the thing that's going on. You know, we have had some people commit tried to commit suicide. You was about to say that? No, I was going to say, check, yeah, check your phone, see if it's suicide month. And, and the funny okay. thing is, we did a show in New York. Um, they booked us for um, where all the... Um, Proceeds went to you know suicide prevention and awareness and, mm-hmm. and that whole nine. That was about about a year or two ago. I think it was like two years ago. Okay. Um, but that's definitely something that needs to be spoken on more. And like you say, definitely in this time where we are now, yep. you know people um, on the edge. So if somebody call you, you know, talking adjusting. with you to you about something going on in their life, just some if you can try to be that listening ear. And if you have mm-hmm. some good you know, advice for them or a good word of advice, something encouraging, please do that and don't take it, you know. For granted. Yeah, the fact that they call you because they may be reaching out to you and may not reach out to anyone else or, you know, just solely want to, you know, speak with you about, you know, whatever's going on in their world and in their life. Mm-hmm. So here's, these are the topics that we will be discussing discussing today i have i wear reading glasses y'all and when people text me i just pick up the phone and call like listen i don't even know what my glass i can't read this and then if i try to text back i'd be to say the wrong thing and all that kind of stuff you don't got a whole drawer full of um, glasses no, do you? And I'm you not, know I like refuse, red I, I refuse to do that <laughs> but i will tell you this i got a pair in uh in in the car and at home and i carry in my pocket but i can see i just can't see the writing close up man that's kind of scary but anyway, so the topics we're going to be talking about today, this is one of Dr. Alexander's topics he's talking about. And I want to tell Dr. Alexander gave us a full sentence in this particular topic, but it's called the blue of night destroying the power of your day. It's talking something about that. Well, he gave me a synopsis, synopsis of what that's about. Okay. And then your smile is your health is what Dr. Um, Hines is going to talk about. Okay. And suicide awareness is what <clears throat> Dr. Sewell is going to be talking about. So... We have some great topics, and just to elaborate a little bit more on, um, I guess I'll let Dr. Ele- Dr. Dr. Um, um, Elizamic uh, elaborate a little bit more on what his topic is about, but uh, it was really, it's it's really good, actually. He said, well, he, he'll, he'll tell us more about what it's, what it's about when he calls in, so. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so we got a great show planned today, and what we're going to do about this weather, y'all know it's flooding really bad. We got yes. flood, we got fire. And we got politics, and we got uh, social unrest, mm-hmm. all in 
all and COVID and yeah, pandemic, and COVID nineteen, yeah. and we have flu season on around the corner. Yeah. So let me just tell y'all this right quick. As far as that's concerned, if you've been wearing your mask, if you change your diet, if you've been taking your vitamin C because you're trying to prepare in the event that you do get COVID, then you should be in a good place because you've been taking vit- vitamin C uh, like you like you're supposed to. You know okay. what I'm saying? Your body's a little stronger than what it was last year because you didn't have a justified reason in your mm. mind to take vitamin C or vitamin D or multivitamin. And hopefully even mentally you're in a, in a better place. Yeah, because you, know, you should be you better equipped to been, deal, yeah. with, deal with the flu because yeah. you've already been taking stuff, try to prepare for the COVID. So, but if they come around and saying, oh, my God, the flu season is really hurting a lot of people. So that, that's going to make me think one of two things. They were not listening and preparing for the fight for COVID which means they wasn't taking their vitamin C, they wasn't taking their multivitamin, they wasn't doing what they needed to do to get their health right. So now that the flu has come, you didn't prepare for that, and now you got this. Mm-hmm. Or if the numbers are like the flu is here, but people were better prepared because they were prepared for the COVID, then that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch the news and see what they're going to say. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You can always inject yourself with some Lysol. No. Drink a couple cold rocks, you know. <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you all something. Then we're going to go to the show. You know when people like to pick at you as kids, you can tell those people that like to just pick and do little stuff, throw you off. Mm. I was talking to this certain person yesterday, and they know how I like Whitney Houston, right? So I was giving an example about Whitney Houston and what we thought about Whitney Houston. And I said, the analogy I made, they responded back to me, to my, well, you can go and say my, my wife. And I'm like, I But when, you didn't even get a full story, whoever you're talking about. Well, I, is I, I, in I, the I, middle of the conversation or? Well, the thing about it is they was picking because they know I like Whitney Houston and then going to just try to interject like she could have been his wife as opposed to, I, he know how. You know what I'm <laughs> there's, a big, there's a big difference between like and love. Oh, yeah. All right. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and get this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, we're going to go ahead and get this show kicked off. This is Alvin. And Edmund. On The Real 1100.
Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at smartplexatl.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, all right, all right. This is Alvin. And Edmund. Here on the Old Fashioned Health Show, we have Dr. Alexander on the line. Doc, how are you doing? You know what, Doc? is feeling good today, even though it's raining outside. Uh -oh. It is a beautiful day, beautiful day. <laughs> Sounds good. Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, there's been so many things that have been happening. I wish, I wish we had an hour to talk, but we don't. So I'm going to, you know, in spite of it being dark outside, we're going to talk about the light today. How about that? I'm Speak on that. it, brother. Speak yes. on it. Yes. So, you know, light is a very powerful influencer in, in all of our lives, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the entire earth relies on light. And sometimes I think we take that for granted. You know, for instance, you know, if you look at plants, they utilize this process called photosynthesis. And I think we've all heard about that when we were in grade school. And that's where the plants actually take carbon dioxide from us, but they take in the light so much so that they actually grow to it because it actually is food for them. Mm. They're able to make carbohydrates and other substances they need in order to live. Now, I wish it was that easy for us to be able to take a few nutrients out of the soil and then take light, and then it would, it would do that. But light does do other things for us. Um, and so we're going to talk about that in a minute, how we may be actually overutilizing light and not respecting light because it does affect us too, just like it affects plants. It also affects animals and human beings. Okay. Now, when you, you said overusing and not utilizing, is that possible? Oh, we're going we to we we get to that in just a minute. We're going to get to that in a minute. That's a great question, though. You're trying and to I, move too fast, Doc. I'm listening to me because <laughs> I need people to listen to me today. Yes. Okay? You know, now, what are some of the things that, that, that light actually does for, let's say, the animal kingdom, you know, human beings? Well, first is let's not forget that vision is totally dependent on light, right? Mm -hmm. Because if we go into total darkness where there's absolutely no light, you can't see the shape of an object. You can't see the depth of an object or the 3D dimension of it. You also cannot even see the color of it. Mm. So we must have light in order for us to appreciate those different things about everything around us, including each other, in order to see into somebody's eyes. And, and that's really important. We'll talk about that next week, but I'm glad that one of my colleagues is going to be talking about suicide today because I think that we don't look into each other's eyes enough to feel their pain. Mm -hmm. And it's causing them to think that they don't have anybody. So, you know, we got to bring the light into our eyes to look into other people's eyes, not just the sunshine itself. Uh, now, the biological clock of the body is also dependent on light as mm. well as darkness. Mm -hmm. And that biological clock is called a circadian rhythm and it's based on 24 hour period. The internal processes of the body are all affected by circadian rhythm 
and then the light comes in. Now, what kinds of things are we talking about? Uh, the biological processes of the body. We're talking about sleep schedule. We're talking about your appetite, your body temperature. Hormone levels are also affected by light. Alertness, daily performance, blood pressure, even reaction times are all affected by light and how we respect it. So you ask that question, we get into it. Hmm. Uh, there are factors which can, can negatively affect the biological clock, which alter the body functions. And, you know, we have experienced that, for instance, if you go to bed late, you notice in the morning you don't feel as sharp. Like if you stay up half the night, you don't feel as sharp. You don't have as much energy. You're not as alert. Right. And that's because you're throwing off that whole biological clock where you do your repair, where you do your relaxation, where your creativity, all of those things. Uh, and what we have found is that when we use electronic devices, at night before we go to bed, and I'm even going to add, if you grab your electronic devices too early in the morning when you first get up, you are going to affect some of your hormones and you're going to affect some of your, your, um, your waves. There's, we call these waves in the brain that have different functions and they, they come in at different times. And so there's one called the alpha wave and the alpha wave is that wave that comes in when you're very relaxed. Um, when you go into meditation, you have what they call theta waves. So those waves are actually affected, and the alpha waves are responsible for your creativity. Mm. So, so if um, you... Go ahead. You got a question? Yeah. So... Uh, we, so would the alpha waves be uh, indicative of predominancy, like the alpha person is usually the aggressive person? Is that where that name that, derived from? Yeah, that's a little bit different. The creativity that you have um, is your alpha wave. So like when you first wake up in the morning, okay. um, if, if you are in a, if you get up and you, you take a moment to just, relax for a second before you start going into deep activity, mm -hmm. you will find that you have a lot of creative thoughts during that time. You're Some so people right. actually mm -hmm. wake up in the morning yep. uh, or like in the middle of the night and they have answers to their problems. Yes, yes. Those, <laughs> are your, those are your, that's a, your alpha wave. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. Right? <clears throat> and so uh, if we think about how the 24-hour cycle works, you know, you have dawn is when you, you awaken, right? Right. And then you have morning, which you have morning to mid-afternoon is when you're very, very active. And then you have late afternoon and dusk. That's when you begin to slow down, or you should be slowing down. We don't, we don't all have that going on because we have these busy jobs. But if we were in tune with nature, we would start to slow down late afternoon and into dusk. And at night, we sleep. Mm -hmm. Well, if we have all these electronic devices that, have, that are emitting these lights, and one in particular is called a blue light that comes from your computers, your tablets, your phones, um, your pads, like your iPads. That blue light can interrupt the production of melatonin, and melatonin is that thing that slowly gets you ready for sleep. Okay. So we have to protect our melatonin, and melatonin starts to actually produce within our bodies late afternoon into dusk, and then it prepares us for sleep. You start getting a, a large amount just before you're ready to go to sleep, mm -hmm. and then it helps to induce sleep. 
so many of us are have our minds just going and so active and we have these lights going on. I'm not sure about the TV, but I think if you're too close to the TV, the rays from that will also sort of keep you up. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it disrupts the amount of melatonin. And what they found is that the melatonin is not necessarily disrupted the first day you do it. So let's say you haven't been using an iPad or a computer. Uh, and then all of a sudden you stay up one night and you're looking at your iPad and your computer, you're going through your emails, you're going through some text, you're reading some things online. And that next day what will happen is the melatonin is actually delayed, the release of it is delayed by at least an hour and a half just from that day before. So what happens the day before affects you the next day. Wow. And that will affect your sleep pattern. It will affect how long you can go into these alpha, theta, beta waves, and the delta is your deep sleep when you actually repair. So you have the repair, and then you have the creativity that we need to be dealing with. And if your melatonin is thrown off by these blue lights, then you will throw that whole cycle off. And it would be very difficult for you to, um, to concentrate maybe in the morning, to have uh, this alertness. But even more importantly, you're going to be talking about later with one of our other colleagues, with Dr. Uh, Sewell, depression. And we're, we're, we're noticing that this gateway to the subconsciousness may actually be through this whole cycle of melatonin getting you into the alpha wave state. And that alpha wave state, which is also your creativity, is that gateway to your subconsciousness, which also helps you to feel more relaxed about yourself, to feel more positive about yourself, to see more opportunities, to have a better alertness about yourself and to be able to focus on the things that are necessary. And then when you find that focus, then you have great concentration on where you need to be headed as opposed to being so distracted by all these thoughts that you can't bring them together. And some people wind up being feeling this despair going into a depressive state. So what I want to tell everybody is that um, you want to protect yourselves before you go to sleep. You'd be better off, as the scientists have figured out that you're better off reading like a book mm-hmm. as a bright light coming from the blue light. They've also found out that when you wake up in the morning for at least an hour, if possible, don't pick up any electronic devices because, again, you're disrupting the alpha waves. And if you go ahead and you meditate for a moment, you learn to meditate, you'll actually go into a theta state is a very, very deep, relaxed state, which will set the tone for the day. Mm-hmm. And you can start to organize yourself mm. to going. And, a, and a, a suggestion that was made to me was that you write down three things you want to do for your business during that time when you first get up, and you write down three things that you want to do for your personal life. And um, during that most creative mind state, it will direct you as the things that are probably the most important to you at that time. And then you think about that throughout the day, but it sets the tone. But if you get up and you start looking at your emails and you start looking at all the distraction mm-hmm. and you start moving too fast, then what happens is your day is going to be more chaotic and it's going to be more distracted throughout the day. So yeah, we have right. to look at this more. Yeah. Yep. Doc, let me ask you this. Do you, do, uh, have you started or do you still continue the practice of meditation? I do. I, I do a form called Transcendental Meditation. As a matter of fact, I did it about an hour before I started on the show here today. What is uh, it called? Transcendental. Transcendental Meditation. 
Uh, it's just one form. There are many different forms of meditation. Uh, if somebody can teach you TM, Transcendental Meditation, then, then do that. I would not go pay the people. I learned back in the 70s. It was actually 1974 is when I learned, and it was like $75 to learn how to do it then. Now they're asking for thousands of dollars. And I, as, as I guess in a way I can't say that it's not worth it because it has really benefited me through a lot of really tumultuous times. And also when I need to be creative, if I go through TM, um, I didn't know it was these theta waves until I, you know, became a physician and, and started studying the mind uh, at the time. But, but I, I definitely felt that deep state of relaxation. Uh, there's another form of, you do that with your eyes closed. There's another form of, re, of uh, meditation, which I think is even better and more powerful that I practice too, is where you, you do meditation with your eyes open because then you can see your environment. A lot of times what happens is when you go down really deep through transcendental, uh, it, you're in this great state, and then as you open your eyes, your eyes take in everything around it. And then the mind sometimes, if you're not thinking properly, the mind doesn't focus. It's too aware, and it becomes distracted. And so you lose all of the benefits of that theta state that you're in. So when you do it with your eyes open, uh, the, the mind, the brain isn't shocked at all as what it sees because it's already dealing with it. So uh, there's many different types Search it out. Uh, it's great stuff. It, uh, it is very helpful. Can you can you teach this? I could. I guess I could actually teach it. I could teach it, yes. No. I've been doing it so many years, I probably could teach it. I never thought about teaching it. Uh, I'm kind of selfish with it, I guess. <laughs> I know for $1,000. I know we can, you know. Doc, you've been, you've been meditating since 74? Since 74. Man. Yeah, 74. Okay. We, we, we got to talk, bro, because you, you hit on some things here that I have some questions on. Yeah, and I definitely love to uh, just hear you elaborate more about. So, yeah, he has a whole. Absolutely. No. And, and if, you would, if you would like, if, if you hold your questions to next week, what we could do is we could just have a question and answer period on this thing. Let's do that. Yes, and what I would love to because I have quite a few questions about it, especially since you've been doing it so long. Yeah, so write your questions down so you won't forget them for next week. Okay. And then. Next week, um, what we'll do is, uh, I guess we'll name it, uh, you know, question and answer on, if, if it's meditation is what you want to do, we'll do meditation. If it's, uh, you want to talk about uh, blue light and these kinds of things, we can do that. I mean, we'll just have an open forum next week. How about that? I like, I like that. that. Meditation yeah. and blue light, that would be cool. Yeah. Question and yeah. answer. Yeah. yeah. You know, there was a couple of things you hit on that I have a bad habit of doing, and that's picking up my phone and reading messages as soon as I get up, email messages checking the bank account, different <laughs> things like that, you know, first get them and did it clear, you know, that kind of thing. Like, get, get. Wow, Doc, thank you. That yeah. was really, really, really good. We Great information, that. yeah, definitely. All right, let's talk about it next week. I really appreciate you guys. Thank as, you, Doc. As usual, love you guys. Love Keep you, up bro. the great work. You have the best online station in America. Awesome. I love it. Thank Thanks, you, Doc. Have a be great weekend. Bless. Right, if y'all want to hear Doc's show, uh, show again, his podcast will be up. You can listen to it again uh, tomorrow. All right, Doc, thanks. All right, y'all, that was Dr. Alexander. I really appreciate that meditation thing. We really needed that. Definitely, definitely. So and, uh, we're going to take a really quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about your smile is your health. And that's going to be with Dr. Carissa Hines. We'll be right back.
I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Call me and let's talk about your health. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. You can also call in at 404-603-8770 with your medical questions. All right, all right, all right. We're back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. Here on the Old Fashioned Health Show. We have Dr. Hines that's going to talk about your smile is your health. Dr. Hines. Hello, hello. How are you all doing this week? How are you? How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Can't complain. You know, I don't know why you pick a topic that you already practice on anyway. When you talk to her, you can already feel a smile. She's just going to be (laughs) easy work. (laughs) What you got? Smiles are very, very important in how we communicate with the world. And unfortunately, with us wearing our masks and stuff now, we're not able to really give our smiles to one another because we're all masked up. So that hides a little bit of our communication skills. Um, but, you know, there, good... there's more to it than, you know, than just how we communicate with each other. But, of course, excuse me, you know, with, with our smiles, it can communicate confidence, um, friendship, trustworthiness, um, and, and, and the like. And, and But there, our smiles can be hiding things as well. Mm-hmm. So our oral health is linked very much so to our, what we call systemic health, or the health of the rest of the body. Um, so you can have um, oral issues that can be um, warning signs of, of other issues. Um, there are at least 10 diseases or so that are linked to poor oral health. Um, heart disease is one, diabetes is another, um, pneumonia and other respiratory-type diseases. And also uh, poor oral health uh, can be linked to low birth weight um, in pregnant, you know, if, if you're pregnant, which I didn't know that until today. That's really, really a fascinating um, connection there. Mm. So, yeah, so these are all the things that our, our smile uh, can be, can be uh, hiding as well. Now, this is what you talked about on your show today, right? Yes. yes. So I had uh, Dr. Jarrett, who is a, a local um, Atlanta dentist, mm-hmm. uh, on the show uh, with us. If, if you follow um, reality TV, she was a, a friend of the show on Married to Medicine for season six, I believe it was. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And when I saw your, sh- well, I saw what your topic was going to be about. Uh, today, you know, I think people don't really realize the importance of a smile or being able to, it, it, like I said, it is a form of communication. So I was really happy to see, and he covered the basis that the fact that we're not able to show our smile, like you say, because of the, the mask. And I think that's the reason why some people are so mad because they feel like it's uh, covering up themselves, covering their up. They can't let you see who they are. Oh, most certainly. Most certainly. You know, you, you definitely have to be creative um, when you can't show you can't show your smile, mm-hmm. um, you know, but as, as Dr. Jarrett was talking about, you know, there are 
you know, the social consequences of just having a, a bad smile. Um, you know, she mentioned um, when you go for a job interview, for example, um, that when you go in, if your teeth are in poor repair and mm-hmm. you don't have a, a nice smile, and by nice smile I mean, um, you know, that your teeth are healthy appearing. So, you know, if you have black teeth or missing teeth or anything like that, it really does affect you how you're perceived. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you have bad breath, for example, you know, that definitely um, has negative uh, consequences for you just in society, not just within your interpersonal relationship, but, you know, professionally, because imagine you want to hire someone, someone comes to you and they're perfect in every other way, and they're going to be the the face of your company or the person that your customers may see first, but they've got bad breath or, or missing teeth or black teeth. Mm. Um, you know, is that someone that you would want to represent your, your company or your product? Um, you know, the answer, of course, nobody would want that, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's very, very important to have um, good oral health. Yeah. And, you know, in our community where in, in other communities as well, where there'd be an economic challenge uh, and then the dental thing. When I was in school, we used to have to do go through a complete gamut. You go get your 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 vaccination shot. You had to go mm-hmm. to the dentist. My mother had mm-hmm. like a little chart that she'd make sure we did. OK, you got to go to the dentist, do all these things before you go back to school. Mm hmm. But I don't right. know if they, are, are they still doing that? That's a good question. So, no, I have not known that as like a compulsory thing, like something that has to happen. Um, you know, of course, most of the time in terms of uh, being able to go back to school, we're talking about having the immunizations up to date. Right. Um, but I have not seen anything where, you know, if, you're, if your tooth health, your oral health isn't up to date, that that is impairing you from from going to school. But of course, the recommendation um, is that anyone who is older than the age of two needs to see the dentist at least twice a year just for just for your routine check. So every six months or so, um, you know, you need to have have a dentist look at your mouth and make sure that everything is okay. Let me ask you something. Did the doctor give you any tips on what do you, how do you suggest to a person that they might need to go to the dentist or they may have some uh, hygiene problem as far as the, yeah. how do you, you know, you're offering some gum and they push it back down. <laughs> now you'd be like, you need right. this gum. So that is, that's what I was, she and I were talking about. And, and I shared a funny story from my, uh, from my younger years. So, you know, I always say that, you know, if anybody offers me a mint or gum, I'm taking it. You, take it you, know, yeah. you might, you might be trying to tell me something, you know, without telling me something. You right. know, cause that can be a hard thing to tell someone that, you know, because it's one thing to say, you know, oh, you have a little something in your teeth. Like, you know, you got lipstick on your teeth or a little piece of food or something like that. But when you want to tell someone that their breath smells bad, that, you know, that can be touchy. And yeah. I have personal experience with this. So when I was a teenager, went out on a date with a guy, really nice guy, um, but he had horrible bad breath. Mm. And, you know, unfortunately, he had a little bit of a reputation for such things where, you know, people made fun of him for this. Right. So, you know, I decided that I was going to be, um, you know, kind hearted or whatever. And, you know, just kind of tell him in a nice way, like, you know, this is an issue. You need to tighten that up a little bit. And he just became so upset with me and never asked me out again. I don't even think he ever spoke to me again. 
while we were in high school. Wow. But, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I was trying to help you out. Do you remember so, what you said? Uh, do I remember? What, I don't remember what I said. I just remember his reaction was just not, you know, what I expected. Because, you know, I, I didn't say, you know, look, bro, your breath stinks. You know, yeah. I didn't go yeah. go that far. Because yeah. um, that's hurtful, you know, and, and, and a bit rude. Um, hmm. But, yeah, whatever it was, it, it just was whatever I said, it was not well received. Um, yeah, some people yeah but what can you do? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Some people can't take criticism. I've uh, had to try. I offer somebody some gum. You want some gum, and especially, you know, it, to me, I think it tells you what your digestive system may be dealing with. What you're also, eating. Yeah. what you're eating. If you got some issues like that, it, it, well, there, well, there's, there's that. Um, you know, and of course, the things that we eat. Um, you know, you can think about the things like coffee um, can affect how your breath smells. Um, eating onions and garlic and seafood, um, those kinds of things, but. Bad breath can also be a sign of, of worsening um, gum disease. Mm. And there is no mint or gum or, or mouthwash or anything like that that's going to straighten that out. Right. That you're going to have to go and see a professional for. So it may be, you know, bad breath may be a sign that there's something wrong with your, with your gums, your teeth, you know. Right. And, and is a good reason to get that, you know, to, to get that checked out. But I think you picked the right topic to talk about, especially with the mask. And I'm thinking about a person that has uh, some general, some some uh, personal hygiene problems, and you wearing a mask. But a ma- <laughs> you got you got to know something going on. Well, you know the the mask does tell the truth. Yes. Um, because I have like I drink coffee in the morning, and then you know I've had my cup of coffee and I put my mask on, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. Is this what I am breathing on people? This is not right, you know. Right. Um, because you can you can definitely definitely smell whatever it is that you have eaten or drinking or, or drank. You know, you you can definitely um, definitely uh, feel it in that mask. Right. But Dr. Mm-hmm. Jarrett said, you know, that there are a lot of people who may not realize that they have bad breath. That's worse. And so she says, which, you know, that just blows my mind that you wouldn't know, but apparently it's a thing. But she said you can do this. You can lick your wrist, wait about 10 or 15 seconds for that to dry, and then smell that area. And that will tell you what your breath smells like. Mm. Interesting, right? Or the T-shirt test, where you take your T-shirt and breathe through it, and then you... Well, so, you know, like breathing into your hand, breathing into, um, you know, into your T-shirt sometimes is it will fool you. Okay. Yeah. I can imagine that. You just breathe it yeah, because the T-shirt has opening. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's somewhat porous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but those, that odor will definitely be on your saliva as well. And so as that dries, you'll, you'll be able to Ooh, see that. Yeah. You know, you'll be able to smell that rather. Well, and I can imagine that probably it's. I, I can imagine people not knowing, just like people walk around and don't have the best uh, hygiene when it comes to taking a bath. They don't even realize it. Like I don't, you right. know, they've gotten used to it. They've gotten used to you know, it. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. You know, it, it is possible to not know, but you know, just as if you had lipstick on your teeth or food in your teeth, um, if you notice that your friend isn't in their usual state of health you would make a recommendation of, you know, hey, maybe you need to wipe your wipe your teeth or you got something in your teeth. 
Mm-hmm. You would make that recommendation friend to friend, and it's one that is made out of love and out of kindness, because right. there may be something really wrong that the the bad breath or or the poor teeth mm-hmm. is the first sign of. And right. so you actually, in telling someone that they need to take care of their mouth issue, you may be telling them that they need to take care of a health issue um, and, and may even be saving their lives. Yeah, and bringing some type of awareness to it because yeah. if exactly. they're not aware that that affects them and their health, you know. Exactly. Well, and, you know, because there are oral cancers that don't have any symptoms at all. Okay. Until, you know, they are very, very far gone. Um, so, you know, if you are a smoker or if you dip snuff, um, you know, those are two big risk factors and for mouth tobacco. cancer. Right. Um, and so, you know, until it's, until it's far gone, you won't know that anything is going on. So, you know, just that recommendation of, you know, hey, friend, you need to go see the dentist. Wow. You know, I have a great dentist. You should check her, him or her out. You know, that may be what gets someone in the door to get some early intervention into something that may become really, really serious if it's left unchecked. Okay. Well, Doc, this was a great topic. You always pick the best ones. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Do you already know what you're going to talk about next week? So next week, I think we are back to our money and medicine segment. So okay. our um, our guest, Mr. Brian Ford of Northwestern Mutual, um, will come on and educate us about some financial um, some financial topics. So that's all. I always enjoy enjoy those because I, I learn a lot, and hopefully listeners do as well. Well, you're doing a great job. Thank you so very much. Looking Thank forward you. to listening to you next Thanks, Doc. week. And if y'all missed this, you can go to Dr. Go to the podcast, and this will be posted on our podcast, on Dr. Hines' podcast, as, and on the website, and on the uh, Facebook. And on our Facebook page. Yep. That's right. All right, Doc. Thank you so much. Have a safe and great weekend. All right. All right, Doc. Thanks. Have be a safe. great week. Be blessed. See y'all next week. Okay. Right now. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. That was Dr. Hines talking about your smiles, your health. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we are going to talk to Dr. Sewell, and she is going to be discussing the topic about suicide. We'll be right back. All right, 
funny how time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, that's a Janet. Yeah, so uh, we have Dr. Sewell that's on next. Doc, how you doing? Hey, Doc. Doc, you yeah. there? Doc, you there? I think she's there. Uh, don't know what happened. Let's give her a little minute. Yeah, she, she'll come back. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, <clears throat> that was Janet Jackson. You mentioned something about, uh, well, I guess we'll let people read that in the news. Yeah, you didn't have to read that on the other okay. radio station. But something in regards to a versus. Speaking yeah. of verses, did you get to check out the verses this weekend with Patty? I did. LaBelle? She said she's going to. Uh, I did. It was amazing. It was amazing. Wasn't that dope I seeing those two ladies up there like that doing their thing after all these years with yeah. that much energy? It was great. It was great. I, I really enjoyed it. And they, it was an educational moment for me. It was a moment for me to appreciate their their work ethics. And I learned a lot from them. And still doing what they love. And you still can tell doing, it. You can tell they, they really still enjoy what they do and have done for all these years. Yeah. You know, um, if you can, I think I told you the other day, everybody can't say they are OG. OG should be something that's earned. I'm going to have to give my title back because they earned the right to say they're OG because they are doing, they've covered all, <laughs> they've covered all the bases. Yes. Dr. Sewell said she's going to call back again at four. Okay. Yeah, so that's what she's going to do. So we're going to go now into our music segment. And uh, I, I saw you slide some music over no, there. I gave him mine. He played the Janet Jackson, Funny How Time Flies. Really? Yeah, I'll give him another one, though. But we can go ahead and lead him to one of yours. Oh, yeah, I got you. I'm, I'm ready. I'm all, I, look, I stay ready. So do I'm what you do ready. then. I'm just saying. All right, yeah, <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. On The Real 1100.
right, all right, all right, all right. So uh, if you all are wondering about that last song, the first two was myself and Edmund. What's all that? <laughs> Why you got like we in a, like we, I feel like we're in a jazz spot. You know, I know, right? Do the spoken word. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Everybody just, yeah, yeah, it's cool, it's yeah, mellow. Yeah, 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 that, that was yeah. good. Did that you was... ever get to experience that? Yeah. Okay. Before it went out, you know, Love Jones. Yeah, that yeah, whole before, nine. Yes, I, I mean, not as often as I probably would I definitely appreciate it now. Yeah, def- that's why I was saying, did you get to enjoy it yeah. before? You know, yeah. uh, I experienced it once in D.C., which was really, really cool. That was when the whole Jill Scott vibe mm-hmm. was out. And I had gone into some spot, some friends had taken me, and the chairs were actually tree stumps. Mm. Oh, that and it was like a basement. So nice. And it was just very organic, you know, uh, dimly lit and... You know, they was just doing a spoken word and it just made you feel so powerful. And you just, yeah, wow, yeah. Incense burning, you know, that whole nine. It's just, it was a vibe. It was a groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm sure they had incense burning. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a little commercial break, one more song, and then Dr. Sewell will probably be calling in. We're going to really discuss the topic about suicide awareness. Yeah. We'll be right back. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. All right, all right, all right. That was uh, none other than Nat Lacoe. You know, I love me some Nat Lacoe. We had a nice little triage of music going on there a minute ago. Oh, yeah. Ended up with Neil Simone, and, man, it was that was a good little set. So after we have Dr. Hines is on the line, I mean, Dr. Sewell is on the line. Dr. Sewell. We just finished Dr. Hines, so now we got Dr. Sewell. Hi, how are you guys doing? Doing well. Great. How, how you, you doing, doing today? Doing? 
Doing well, doing well. Okay. Doing well. So, is this is this suicide um, awareness month? Mm-hmm. Is this suicide is this, is this suicide awareness month? National suicide prevention. Okay. Month. Yes, sir, it is. Okay. Yeah, we was trying yes, to Yes, sir, it is. All right. So that's what you're talking about today. Give us what you got. Yep. So before I do that, what I do I wanted to do for all of um our um, Hispanic and Latino and Latina followers, I wanted to wish them a, though for those who identify as Hispanic, I wanted to wish them a National Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, and I wish them the best of luck in all their future endeavors, whatever type of positive moves they're trying to make for their culture and for themselves, for their family. Um, I wish them the best because a lot of times we're in the same, we're in the same boat. So I absolutely and, it, and it, anything that you're doing positive, anything that anyone is doing positive, it doesn't matter. But particularly anyone that's, that's black or brown, um, I wish you the best. You have my full support. So awesome. I wanted to give a shout out for them first. Okay. That was, awesome. that was nice, Doc. Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay. Tell, tell us what you got. Uh, so so um, don't rush me. Don't, don't rush me. <laughs> Get him right. Get him it's, right. This is a this is a serious topic. I need for you to stand down. For okay. me. So, so, so no. So I want. So I did want to talk about um, suicide rates, and I, I am going to start with some statistics because here's here's what a lot of uh, individuals don't know. Um, and and I'm sorry. Before I start with the stats, let me give you some information, just because I know sometimes I run out of time. Oh, I'm sorry. I run out of I run out of uh, time. Okay. So I want to give you some very important things first. If you determine, and I've, I've, call, I've stated these numbers before, but if you um, feel like you are, are suicidal uh, or you feel like you want to harm yourself, kill yourself, you can always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. Um, if you live in the if you live within uh, Georgia, particularly the Atlanta metropolitan area and surrounding areas, you can call GCAL. That's the Georgia Crisis Access Line, 24 hours. Uh, 1-800-715-4225. 1-800-715-4225. If you are um, with an individual that you feel like is suicidal, in addition to there may be some other se- severe mental health issues going on, which we'll talk about on another show. These individuals actually can come out to your home and do an assessment. They're 24-7. Okay. Um, and then, of course, if you feel like you want to harm yourself, call 911 um, and let emergency know so either they can come and get you or you can call a friend of yours, talk to your friend on the way to the hospital and say, I'm driving myself to the emergency room because I feel like I want to harm myself. And also, kind of, if, if you deal with this a lot, try to figure out what you're what your triggers are so you can set up a plan so before it even gets to that point you can say hey i need to i i'm going to have to get some help or i'm going to have to rewind and go back to uh my coping skills okay so i wanted to get that out there um first and foremost because again i know i run out of time sometimes so um one of the reasons i wanted to talk about this is not just because it's an important issue for everyone but uh mr alvin you and i have spoken about this mm-hmm. before and i know i told you this statistically uh black teens, adolescents, and teens actually are increasing in numbers as it relates to suicide attempts and completions. Mm. Um, so here's a statistic. Here's something, and I'm going to read it directly from it. It's an article I found on WebMD. It's from June 26th of 2019. Um, it was put out by 
um, uh, an entity called Health Health Day News. So what it says is suicide deaths among black females aged 13 to 19 rose 182 percent between 2001 and 2017, while the rate among black teen males rose 60 percent during the same time. Between 2015 and 2017, Georgia had the highest rate in the nation at 5.8 per 100,000 people. Um, wow. From 2015 to 2017, and this is all dealing with teens, 52% uh, of black teen males who died from suicide used firearms, a method with a fatality rate of nearly 90%. Another 34% use strangulation or suffocation, which has a fatality, a fatality rate of about 60%. Among the 204 black teen females who died by suicide from 2015 to 2017, 56% used strangulation or suffocation and 21% used firearms. Mm. Okay, and that was a study. They pulled that from a study from um, the Journal of Community Health. So now let me tell you, and I'm not just going to focus on teens, but let me tell you why I pulled that, why I pulled that stat. Mm -hmm. This is the first time in history, and even the researchers are stating this, that any, any, um, any population or subpopulation or age group within the African-American community has almost, has almost surpassed that of our counterparts. And the problem is that they don't know why, because since this is the first time in history, you know what, they've been studying other uh, races and ethnicities more so than they've been studying us. So they have no idea. Hmm. They just say we're at increased vulnerability. I'm bringing this up again because, you know, you and I have spoken about this on more than one. Uh, all of us have. For people of color, mental health is real. Yes, it is. Yeah, it, is it is absolutely real. We are, there are various reasons why these things may be happening with, with African-American teens or black teens. There's various reasons we don't have the time to go into that. So I'm going to go over some general information, but I am saying that to say this. For the parents, because I know the parents, the good parents, or the, the, the parents that we consider to be good and caring parents, they're doing the best they can. Yes, they I are. also know that we grew up in a generation where <laughs> we're kind of, you know, our parents are like, man, that that's you. That's not even serious. And I need for you not to waste my time. Right. The children of today, fortunately and unfortunately, they're going, sometimes they need more attention. Because at the end of the day, their coping mechanisms and their coping skills are a little different from ours. It doesn't mean that ours are better, but they're different. Exactly. And so these are things that you may need to pay attention to. Now, here's the thing with suicide. It's very costly. And I'm not going to get into all of that, but it's the 10th leading cause of death in the United States as of, two, as of uh, 2018, okay. according, to the, according to the CDC. When I say it's costly, it's because it's not just about death, but it's also about people having to take off work. It's about health insurance. It's, about, it's just about a number of things. But what I want to talk about is some of the symptomatology of people who um, feel that way. There are different... There are different um, not stages, but there are different methods of self-harm. We have some people now, and, and believe it or not, they don't necessarily want to kill themselves, but they want to harm themselves because they feel better. So when I say harm, you know what that is? That's cutting, banging their head, 
burning themselves, mm. those types of things. Okay. So if you so if you have a teen in the house, or even if your your partner or a significant other, if if they get out of the shower and they have a towel wrapped around them, and you're concerned about something that may be going on with them, I would look at their arms. Don't don't stare at them. I don't want you to get hit with another charge that you don't need. <laughs> but I do need. But <laughs> if you have some concern mm-hmm. about, especially a teen, but but even like I said, even if it's your partner, it could be your mom, just anybody in the house. And, and they have been isolating more. They've been talking more in terms of, and these are just, it, it varies from person to person. They've been talking more about the end, speaking more about death. You know, they sound more helpless and hopeless kind of talking about, I don't, you know, I don't really know why I'm here. I feel like I just don't want to get up in the morning. And this is a consistency. It, it is something that's constant. And that's something that you really need to look at. And I would pay attention sometimes to, um, you know, their arm, okay. or, or I might pay attention to their legs, or they're walking around in shorts or something like I might pay, I, I would pay attention to that, because you may see some fresh scars, or you may see some scars that have, that have healed, but that, but that scar tissue is still there. So those are things that, that I would look at. Um, also, if you're dealing more with, um, if you're dealing with, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm at work. Hold on a second. I, I don't have the luxury that you guys do. Hold on a second. No, I'm just <laughs> So, <laughs> hold on one second. Okay, so if you, if you are um, also uh, other symptomatology, if you have a history of depression, that's something that you have to monitor. If you have, and when I say history of depression, not situational depression, I think all of us deal with situational depression. It could be grief. Um, it could just be things aren't going well right now. And that's okay, but then when you have that clinical depression, if you have a history of that, that's something that you need to look at. If you have a family history, then you're at increased risk as well for, um, for having those suicidal thoughts, those suicidal ideations. When you're dealing with teens, this is something to be very cautious about. When you're dealing with teens, teens are very impulsive. Adolescents and teens are very impulsive. Impulsivity, um, a lot of times, is, is a detriment because what happens is, they're not really thinking things through. And we know adults like that, too. They're not really thinking things through. So they just want that mental pain to go away. Okay. Or what they're trying to do is show a parent or, or an adult or another, it could be a girlfriend or boyfriend, what they're trying to do is say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you that you need to care about me. I'm going to show you how much you hurt me by, by hurting myself. And unfortunately, what happens sometimes is they end up killing themselves by accident. Mm. They end up killing themselves by accident. So the other thing you want to look at, too, is a lot of times people have concerns or there are issues where people don't necessarily have control over a situation. And when they don't have that control over a situation, again, particularly with adolescents, if they don't have control over a situation, they kind of don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to deal with that. So, so again, they immediately go to the extreme. Okay. Um, with adults, let's go back to adults. Let's look at the history in the family. A lot of us don't know whether or not we have relatives who have um, uh, a history of mental illness. We don't. Mm. And we talked about that before. You know, you have Uncle Pete sitting in the room, and you just think he's just not supposed to be bothered. We don't realize until we get older, like, hey, maybe it's, it was some, it was some mm-hmm. illnesses here. Yeah. Or, either, or either mom or dad or grandmother or aunt or uncle or somebody went away for a couple of months. You don't realize that. They had what old people call a nervous breakdown, basically a psychotic break, mm. because they were away in, in, in an institution. Those things, those things happen, so it's important that we know our family history because that puts us at increased risk as well. 
There are also other uh, symptoms where, you know, you have people giving things away that are very cherished to them. You see people who jump from being depressed for like two, three, four, five months, and all of a sudden they wake up happy, and life is grand. Sometimes that's, in many instances, those that, that's a symptom. Mm. That is a symptom, and that's something to watch closely. So what I would say, what I would say about all of this, and we don't even, it's, it's so many symptoms and so many things to look out for, but what I would say about all of this is just pay close attention to your relatives. If they are, if they are, and, and friends, if they are asking you for some type of help, if they're, like, constantly talking about, I feel like I want to kill myself, why am I here? Why do you even want me? I feel like nobody loves me. I feel like that. And that's something that, that you really need to look at closely and you need to address. Yeah. You really need to, you, you really need to address those things. If you have a person that's been isolating and they're not getting up out of, out of bed for three, four, five months and everything around them is falling down, they've, they, you know, they've lost their job because they don't want to get out of bed. They, you know, they... The relationships are going to whatever the the hygiene they once were very, um, you know they were they were conscious or conscientious about how how they looked and everything mm-hmm. else and all of a sudden all of that the hygiene they're unkempt is poor they're unkempt you know like they're not neat or anything like that those are things that you need to look at and that is especially true because of everything that's going on in the world today which I have found is clearly exacerbating what was already there. Mm-hmm. With individuals who suffer from um, some some type of of depression, um, and and again, it could be something that happened all of a sudden. You can say, "Wait, well, you know, this guy at one point was like really happy-go-lucky, or this woman was happy-go-lucky." What has happened? Please try to investigate as best as you can, or just keep an eye on that person right. to see what's going on. So that is um, that's the information I have for you. I did it in my 15 minutes, Mr. Alvin. Do you have any questions? I have about 10 seconds left. Do you have any questions? No, but you know what? I do appreciate you going over there because my cousin, she posted something today about mental health. She said people just don't take it serious. The one that was on the show with us before, Doc, she, mm-hmm. she's an advocate mm-hmm. of that. She said people just don't pay mental health no attention. They just think it's... I mean, hey, Dr. Seward, this is Jerry. Um, yes. I was down there in Florida one time, and I went to the corner store... Um, know to get something to eat and i just seen so many people on the side of the corner store either you know drunk or you know um looking like pretty much zombies and i feel like that's another sign of mental health too that's not being addressed Mm -hmm. i would i would agree with you and i will say this um when people drink and even and even smoke weed i know people think that's a miracle drug right now so when you so when you drink and you ingest drugs and things like that it does not make you feel better when you're already depressed. Right, right. It just does not. It is going to, it is going to increase it. Um, not increase the risk, but if you're already feeling that way, it's going to heighten your sense of depression is, is what it's going to do. And you are right, because a lot of times those people that are hanging out around the stores, they're in a sense of despair. And sometimes that despair comes through through anger as well, and I've talked about that before. And as people of color, we are excellent at masking our depression with anger mm-hmm. and aggressiveness. Or, or either hiding it with uh, fun and laughter and think it, you think they're okay and then you right. don't know that they got nothing going on. And you think they're okay. Correct. Right. And so you said weed ain't a miracle drug, huh? Oh, well. <laughs> 
All right then. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get between you guys with that. But no, um, I just want to just clear that up. You know, just for the listening audience. You are correct. You are correct, Mister Mister Jerry. You are correct. That is that those that, those are signs. Those are signs of of. Uh, Depression. Yeah, I'm not going to get between. That's personal. But we did. Um, but I just want to clear up that the drug, the weed, the marijuana, the reefer is not a miracle drug. Is that right? He said reefer. P- peace and love. Peace Jerry, and love. do you hear peace that? He said, yeah, he reefer. said old folks lane. Well, I, I bet y'all know everybody. At least three of us knew exactly what I was talking about. Ain't that right? <laughs> <laughs> Doc, so thank you I, so much. I would say just make sure you take that. And, and also your self-care is very important. If you feel like you're off-center, or something is not right, if you're going around cussing everybody out for like a month or two, and here's what I always tell people, if you are mad for like a month or two and, and, or depressed and, it's, and, and you're, it's somebody, you're always looking at somebody else, it's not because you're the common denominator. Mm-hmm. So you need to ask, so you, you should ask someone that's close to you, someone who you had, someone who is almost impossible to run off because they know your moves and they'll just say, Okay, well, I'm not going to put up with you cussing me out, but let me know when you want something. Mm. So, so if you have a true friend like that, and that friend can come in a relative, it can come in a significant other, it can just be platonic, just whatever, then talk to that person and say, hey, do you see a change in me? Or, hey, I'm feeling some kind of way right now. I am feeling some kind of way. Because you would be surprised at what people are depressed about. And, again, we're, we're very good, like you said, at masking with the laughter. We're good at masking with anger and we're also good with masking like we have everything going on it's like a personal offense to us sometimes to say that we need help mm-hmm. and that's the reality everybody needs help sometimes yep. well doc thank you so much uh so in closing let me ask you I, I i know you don't but people might want to uh i know you gave them 800 number to reach out to but you don't do like open uh they could go to your website and kind of look at some material or listen to some videos or some conversations you've had in the past. Well, they can. They can. Actually, there are I am. There are a couple of things I, I am going to. I'm going to do a podcast, and I'm going to have that posted up on Sunday, hopefully dealing with um, suicide awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be on, um, I will be posting another podcast with my, with my cousin, Dr. Mia, <laughs> Dr. Mia, because she <laughs> wants to do something on uh, suicide awareness. So I'll be putting something up on the 26th. And also, um, I have some articles on there as well. So you can go to uh, meenterprises.net. That is www.m as in Mary, e as in Edward, enterprises with an s dot net. And all you have to do is go to that homepage, and it's it's right there. My podcasts are on the homepage, or either you can go back to the Wellness Enclave page, or the um, the M squared, C squared page meditative messages and compelling conversations and i have all of my shows archived on both of those okay cool cool all right doc well thank you so very much please have a safe weekend definitely and you do the same you guys do the same and congratulations on your uh studio mr alvin thank you so much doc came by to see the studio she walked around you know how people walk around with the hand behind their back and then <laughs> grunt a little bit look over here grunt a little bit. and you walking right behind them waiting on them to say something say like, something you, like, so like, yeah, and then then the last words you're, yeah you did good that's like okay jesus say something already. <laughs> get him doc. right doc get him right doc thank you so much we really, we really appreciate you <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys have a good one. All right, All right you be safe, be blessed. 
All right, y'all. That was Dr. Sewer talking about suicide awareness. Y'all need to take that serious. If you have some friends, you know that you probably got an inkling that they're going through something. Yeah. You're probably right. If you got an inkling, it's like something ain't really feeling right, then you just start talking to them and see if they're going to come out with it. Yeah. You know? And uh, like you said, marijuana ain't the magic cure. But anyway, so we're going to move right along. alcohol. Not neither yeah. alcohol. Yeah. So, you know, I picked some good songs. You, did I picked you? two. I picked two really good ones. I think yours coming. Is his coming up next? Another one of mine. Because all of those songs you didn't pick now. So let's let the listeners be aware that, you know, a few of those songs this were kind of stuff that make you just your like, selections. You know what I'm talking about? These kind of conversations are the ones that wear you out. No, they're not the ones that this, <laughs> you brought it up. And I think you're taking credit for all of the song selections. Do you hear that, Jerry? Okay. Oh, I just want to be sure. Jesus. All right. Well, this song <laughs> is one of Edmund's songs that will be played by his best friend, the good friend that backs him up all the time, DJ 9D. <laughs> we'll be right back. Who was that, Mr. Edmund? That was uh, Tanya Blout. Jerry, Through the she, rain. Did she do a thing with Sister Act? Was that uh, her with Lauren Hill? That one, who was that, Tanya Hood? Man, I don't know. Yeah, I think that was her with Sister Act. Are I you thought, sure? I'm going to look for it. I, I'm okay, look that up before yeah, we put that information out there. Remember Sister Act? Yeah, His Eyes on the Sparrow with... Uh, with, with uh, you, are you speaking on Lauren Hill? Lauren Hill and she signed, It was they was on the piano together. Really? I'm going to find yeah, out. Yeah, check, check that out before we put that information out there. Yeah. All right, so uh, my next song, it was interesting. The wordings are the same as the title, right, Jerry? So there's two different people. So I had to pull somebody because he liked to do that. Think he the only way he could do that. So if you'll give him a little <laughs> bit of that and a little bit of the other one, then we come on back to him so I can just put a little bow tie on there. I appreciate that. Song. He tried to take my style. <laughs>
wants a man to do Oh baby I'll sacrifice for you I'll even do wrong for you Oh baby All right, that was uh, the Mary Jane Girls. You're gonna make Not me the Mary Jane Girls. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other one was uh, Diana Ross, uh, which it still was the the right song. Um, Jerry, actually, it, it, it was the right song. It, it was good because the other one was uh, "You're Gonna Make Me," "You're Gonna Make Me Love," uh, "You Gonna," "I'm Gonna Make You Love Me." Yes, I am. Remember one, Diana Ross. I'm gonna make you. Love okay, I remember me. that that song by Diana. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was the other one. Uh, with the same word. Uh, so he was trying to get it just right like I, you know, requested. But I know y'all good friends, so I probably did it on purpose. But anyway. <laughs> he won by life. default. Yeah, y'all cheated. We're going to give him that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I believe he did that on purpose. He ain't been here two weeks. Keep hope alive. Hey. Keep hope alive. He did my stuff right. He did two weeks just come mess up my little routine of songs. Hey, man, come on now. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all be safe. Uh, Days just Thursday. I keep saying Today like it's Thursday. Friday, yeah, right? tune in tomorrow. Same yeah, time, tomorrow, same place, same, same back we, channel, we same have, we, back we time. We'll have some good music tomorrow to take y'all out on the weekend and everything, all right? Is it supposed to rain all weekend or what's the weather? Yeah, it does. You know? It is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the people that uh, our uh, concerns are out there for those that are going through the flood and the fires right now in yeah, California that's... and the flood in Mobile, Alabama and all those places. Yeah. So Prayers up for them. Please, y'all stay prayed. We got a lot going it's on. It's a lot going on. I won't tell y'all about Dr. Trump. They said, yes, I'm going to leave that alone. Jesus. <laughs> I hope Jesus. your mama listened to this. You ain't even singing Sunday school. Dude, did you sing in Sunday school? No, I didn't sing in Sunday school. Did you even go? 
Okay, y'all, we go. Oh, Cheers. you know. <laughs> we'll see y'all later. And I know. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.